Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is going on, Podcast Z-Pack listeners? Hey, from now on, I'm going to try to do a little audio intro to explain whenever we're porting one of our video shows over to the podcast, which we used to just do automatically with no explanation of what the hell was going on. Now I'd like to just do a quick intro to let you guys know what's going on in the video so that as you listen, at least you have a sense of context. This one, uh, I dressed up in a NASCAR outfit with a bunch of Z-Dog logos on it. Don't ask. It goes way back. And we talked about the importance of free play, meaning voluntary, unstructured play for children in terms of their development. And uh, it came from a lot of recent literature, a lot of books that have been written recently, and I just decided I want to talk about it today. So it's a bit of a rambling uh, piece, but the visuals are kind of funny. So if you do get a chance, go to zdogmd.com. All our videos are there. It's an incident report, I think, 208. And... Um, if you also get a chance, go to Facebook and become a supporter. It really helps our show a lot. There's a little button there, Become Supporter. It's $4.99 a month, and you get access to exclusive videos, live stuff, and soon continuing education credits. Uh, anytime you watch a video that is a CE certified on that exclusive platform, you can click through and get uh, CME, CE, and it's going to be for doctors and nurses and all kinds of people. So please stay tuned uh, for that. And if you can join us, it helps us a lot. Anyways, without further ado, here's the show. Hey there, Z-Pack. It's your boy Z-Dog MD. I'm fresh off the NASCAR circuit, and I'm doing this press conference today because I want to talk about the importance to our children of play. Play is crucial. Am I on fire, Tom Heineber? I feel like I'm on fire. I'm going to stop talking like that right now, but I'm not going to stop having a damn good time pretending to be a race car driver because what I want to talk about today, Z-Pack, is our children, and are we over-parenting them? Are we not letting them be kids? And as a result, they're growing up to be whiny little punk asses. And I suspect that this may be the case based on the literature that is emerging so far, which is that over-parenting, over-structuring our kids' lives, the reduction in free play, meaning voluntary, unstructured play where kids go outside, use their imagination, get physical, learn to deal with other kids, socialize, and become adults that way sooner, that has been disappearing for a variety of reasons. First of all, 
the college admissions process has gotten so insane that parents feel like in order to actually have their kids have any shot of making money in the future, they have to get into an Ivy League school or some nice college. And to do that, they got to click, 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 click all these extracurriculars and different boxes and things like that, which gives you a grand total of zero time to go outside and be like, vroom, I'm going fast. Just have fun. It turns out humans may be wired in their original sort of brain out of the box when you're born for play. Play is found in all mammals. It's crucial to the development of the normal neurocircuitry and the normal social wiring that we have as humans. And are we taking that play away? Well, a lot of people are saying yes, and these people are relatively smart, like Jonathan Haidt, social psychologist in his book, The Coddling of the American Mind. Part of the problem with sucking away play is we're replacing it with this very structured life. So you're doing violin lessons and you're going to soccer practice and then you're gonna do uh, you know a couple hours in a soup kitchen because you wanna click that extracurricular box. And this doesn't come from a place of true passion and joy for the kids. It comes from a place of, I need to click these boxes in order to get into the college so that I can become a functioning adult. But what we're seeing in outcomes is that this next generation, the iGen, the so-called iGen born 1995 and later, is actually doing worse. They're more anxious, they're more depressed. They're about three years delayed from previous generations in terms of going out and doing risk-taking behaviors and basically becoming an adult. So sure, yeah, they're drinking later and they're having sex later. They're not doing those things because they're not going outside. Some degree of normal risk-taking is part of the, the, the resiliency of children to actually grow up. Children are what Nassim Taleb calls anti-fragile. They actually benefit from some risk and some adversity and some challenge. But as our world has gotten safer, actually, so children are much less likely to die from a traumatic cause now than they were 30 years ago, there's a component of shame. Well, now we have to keep our children safe all the time. And if you failed, if your child gets in an accident and ends up in the ER, you're a bad parent. Whereas in the old days when we were raised, it was just like, hey, sit in the back of the car with no seatbelts, go walk. If you look at actually what happened to kids uh, from kindergarten admission requirements in 1979, which Jonathan puts in his book, to currently. In 1979, there were 10 things on the checklist. And there were things like, is your, uh, it was not kindergarten, it was first grade. Is your first grader able to explain to a police officer how to get to your house? In other words, how to find your home, which implies that you know directions, that you go out on your own, that you're able to figure things out. Is your uh, child able to go to the grocery store, purchase some items, and come back by themselves? This is a first grader. This was 1979. So a lot of these were practical you know, uh, tips to, to keep children out in the world, taking some degree of risk and succeeding. Now there are 30 things on the list, and almost all of them are academic. Can the child count to 110s, form three to five sentence words, do these kind of things? And that may be great. Maybe we want really smart kids, but in the absence of resiliency, it doesn't help. Give me this shit. Okay, now I can really tell you what I think, which is lower income parents, all right? They have a, a style of learning which is like, let the child do their thing with some discipline and parameters. Whereas upper income parents tend to have a curated growth thing where they're always involved in the kids' stuff, they're scheduling all these activities, et cetera. It turns out those lower income people may have it right 
to some degree. However, the problem is lower income children are more likely to suffer serious adversity. And I'm talking about chronic adversity, abuse, violence, poverty, hunger, without the support of a parental figure. So the parents are either working or it's a single parent or there's neglect and abuse. And that leads to adverse childhood experiences, which leads to horrible outcomes as adults in terms of chronic disease, substance abuse, et cetera. So obviously this is all on a spectrum. So what's the right answer for our kids? This is my take and what I'm gonna do with my own kids. A little more unstructured free playtime, a little more responsibility, a little more independence. Oh, it's terrifying to let them go out biking in the neighborhood by themselves without a parent watching the whole time. No, it's not. There were generations of humans that have done this, okay? And they turned out reasonably decent, although I am one of them, and I am wearing a fake NASCAR outfit with my own name and logo embroidered on it. So maybe take what I say with a grain of salt, but a little more play goes a long way to making our children resourceful, resilient, and successful, and less anxious, less depressed. That's what I think, and I'm sticking to it, Tom Heineber. Am I on fire, Tom Heineber? Am I on, am I on fire, Tom Heineber? I don't know what I don't know what to do with my hands. Oprah, Oprah, help me. Anyways, the car was going real good in turn three, and I just uh, I just thought, you know, I felt like I was floating on a cloud in that car, just flying through the air. Uh, hey, y'all, uh, I may be a Stanford-trained internal medicine doc, Z-Dog MD, and I take stuff real serious, but I'm also a cowboy, spaceman, race car driver. Vroom! <laughs> Yeehaw! Hey, it's Dr. Z. Thanks for getting through the whole episode. That's a huge accomplishment. <laughs> and so at this point, I just got to ask you for a few favors because it just helps us so much if you leave a review on your favorite podcast platform and subscribe. It, it just really helps the algorithms to get this message out to others. The second thing is email me, hello at zdogmd.com. I get all these emails personally. I can't respond to them all, but I need to hear your voice because especially on podcast, we don't have a comment section. And I wanna hear how this episode affected you, what you'd like to hear in the future, what you think we got wrong, what we think we got right, anything, anything, or just say hi. So that's really powerful. And the third thing is, financially, it helps us a lot to support the show in any way you can. And if you go to zdogmd.com forward slash supporters, you can join our supporter tribe on your favorite platform, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, wherever. What that will get you on those platforms is live shows with me that are exclusive for supporters and access to our Zoom meetings where we talk about awakening realization and we share with each other our own experience. It's a powerful group effect. It's a community, really. And we support and love each other and share, again, through our own experience, how we're waking up. So, and that that ripples out into systems, into transforming healthcare and education and government. So it st really starts with us. So join us there if you can. Again, zdogmd.com forward slash supporters. And I'm so grateful to have you with us.